Welcome to another episode of the Weekly Regular. My name's Asan. And I'm Derek. Derek, how are you? I'm good, man. Good, good, good. How's yeah, this week going for you? This week's been good. Um, very chill. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, pretty laid back. Can't Nothing sticks out to talk about, really. It's just been a very <laughs> easy, easy week. Nice. Um, yeah, we're sliding into kind of the... Uh, the boring part of my year. I don't really do a whole lot during the summer. So yeah. um, it'll just be, I mean, the nice thing is that I don't do a lot during the summer, but then that's when all the movies come out. So then I have time to go to the movies, mm-hmm. but you know, for, for content for the podcast, it's not very exciting. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, my, um, yeah, my, my, uh, my summer this year, I think is going to be kind of slow in terms of like work stuff or at least like normal, you know, mm-hmm. um, sure. So yeah, nothing, uh, nothing huge planned this summer. So uh, yeah, we'll have plenty of time to see movies and <laughs> and do all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, well, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I was uh, man. Last week uh, was really like with the the weather and all of that and the, the super bloom and all that. My allergies mm-hmm. were oh, I was I was done, dude. I had a really bad sinus infection for like oh. Four or five days. It was really bad. <laughs> I'm so sorry to hear that. I knew last time we we talked, I knew you were sick, but like, yeah, it I was... didn't realize it was like that bad. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was just like a head cold mm-hmm. uh, until it persisted for like a week, and I was like, ah, uh, it's uh, it's probably something a little bit more than that. And so I went and got some antibiotics and 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 some allergy medicine and all that. So I'm I'm pretty much back to normal now. I'm still taking the antibiotic because I have like like two or three days left on that just to make yeah. sure it's all good and oh, gone yeah. out of my system. But yeah, uh, don't stop taking your antibiotic. You want to finish your entire like course, otherwise totally. it just makes the thing stronger. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, that's Super what it does. Virus. <laughs> that's literally what it does. Totally. Um so yeah, uh I have a couple of days left of that and then uh yeah, but I as in terms of how I feel, I feel pretty good. No more sinus pain, no more congestion. So we're all good. we're all good here. Good. Um yeah, man. Well, we've got um we've got about 2 weeks worth of news stored up. So let's let's jump in, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. Um Did you see the new Dune trailer? Yeah, I just watched that this morning. Came out today. What'd you think? Looks looks fine. It's it's a uh, it's definitely a teaser. There's um mm-hmm. there it, there's not um there's not a whole lot of like um it's, story it's, elements. Yeah, it, it, yeah, you can tell like they're still uh making this movie in terms of yeah. like <laughs> what they're gonna put in this trailer. But there's yeah. enough to get me excited again for to to oh, go yeah. back to this world for sure. Um, I'm excited. Yeah, I love. Uh, uh, it seems like Timothy Chalamet is like trying to ride a uh, a sandworm, which is cool. Oh no! Yeah, Paul does. <laughs> yeah, that's, so. that's how the um, that's how the uh, the Fremen get around. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, that yeah. looks uh, looks crazy. Uh, yeah, it looks looks fun. It looks like this one's going to be like more of a proper like adventure, which I'm excited right. about. Um, whereas, like, I feel the first one was like uh, just a lot of world building and setup. I feel like yeah. this one is going to be like a, a proper romp through the desert. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that for sure. Well, I I agree with you. I think that the nice thing is that now that the now that the world has been set up and we mm-hmm. don't have to spend so much time like figuring out how it works, we can just right. have an adventure now. Mm-hmm. And it's like okay, now we can get to the movie. And that's kind of how I always like looked at the book. Is that the first half? Like the book doesn't really start until like about the break where we did in the movie where Paul and his mom. 
um, end up with the Fremen. And mm-hmm. um, once that happens, then it's like, oh, cool. Then we get into like fights, and then you know, bald Austin Butler's coming to town this time. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, is yeah, that who that good. is? Uh huh. Interesting. All right. Yeah, he plays Fade Rotha. Oh, cool. I I couldn't tell who that actor was. That's really exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, Austin Butler. Nice, nice. Fresh off of Elvis. <laughs> Hopefully he doesn't keep the accent. <laughs> that would be very strange. <laughs> have you been? Have you seen all those weird videos about how he used to talk before Elvis and how he talks now? No, I know. Dude, you I, should watch them. I heard him say wonder. on a red carpet that like he he can't shake the voice. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was about. And I'm just like, I part of me wants to believe him, and the other part of me is like, mm, have you tried? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is this really an issue for you, Austin? <laughs> Look at you. You're a top star. You're a top movie star, and you're very good looking. I don't really feel like a weird accent's going to hinder you in any way, shape, no, or form. No, I don't think so. You're fine. <laughs> like, yeah, I think he's fine. <laughs> um, no, I'm looking forward to this though. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, Denny Villeneuve getting back into mm-hmm. this this particular uh, set of toys to play with. Uh, I think it's going to be really good. Now, if I remember correctly, he says that if uh, Dune Part 2 does j- does as well at the box office as Dune 1 mm-hmm. and that there are smashes, then he will go ahead and make Children of Dune and then be done. Yeah. Which right. I'm like, great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like that he has a plan. <laughs> I do too. And my other, because my other thing is, I'm like, great, that's a great place to stop because after that, the books just get weird. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like really weird. Like at one point, Jason Momoa's character, Duncan Idaho, is like uh-huh. cloned a bunch of times and then is used as like the progenitor for this new race of people. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> yeah, that's just like one tiny little aspect to it. It's yeah. very strange. Yeah, that's that's very funny. Uh, speaking of sci-fi stuff, I, I forgot to mention this in, in, in like sort of what I've been doing this week. But um, uh, the new Star Wars Jedi Survivor game came out. Oh yeah, how do you like uh, it? It's good. It's a it's a it's an improvement uh, on the last one, and I thought the last one was great. Um, it's good. It's solid. Uh, there's like. Uh, yeah, it's great. It just picks up kind of a few years after the first game and. Uh, you get a bunch of new weapons, like new ways to wield the lightsaber and all that kind of stuff. It's really yeah, I was good. noticing your fighting stance affects like how your combat goes. Yeah, there's like a it, yeah, because you know he's a Jedi, so like he can't get too many different weapons. So like a lot of it is like uh, yeah, there's like uh, there's like the regular way to hold the lightsaber, and then you can switch to like like the double blade. You could switch to mm-hmm. like dual blades. It's like a lot of different options and stuff like that, and they all That's have cool. like their individual kind of play styles and stuff like that. Um, there's a lot more customization on like your main character uh, in terms of what he wears and his haircuts and all that kind of stuff, which is really cool. Okay, cool. Yeah, and, and and like just being in that world is really cool, and the the story that they're doing I think is really interesting. So, uh, uh, and I know that the Disney has plans to fold this character into the live action uh, part mm-hmm. of the like the TV and movies and stuff. So yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I, I like this character a lot. Um, yeah, I think it's good so far. I'm about. I don't know. I've been playing it for like two days now, so I think I'm probably like maybe halfway through. Um, okay. It's good. It's good so far. Cool. Um, also, I'm reading a book that you might like. Um, oh, yeah? What are you reading? It's called... Uh, I'm listening to it on audiobook because trying to read this book, I think, would be impossible for me. Uh, <laughs> it's called... Uh, it's like it's, the Three Musketeers for me. Yeah. I get to about the middle point, and then it all just becomes politics and religion, and my eyes glaze over, and I'm like, I just wanted sword fights, dude. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm reading a, uh, a, a book called Blind Sight, which was... Um, 
I listened to it, uh, or I came to the book because uh, I believe it was Neil Blomkamp was a guest on a podcast. I think he was either on Joe Rogan or, or um, uh, Lex Friedman, one of those. But Neil Blomkamp was on there. Um, this was a while ago, and he was talking about some of his like like sci-fi sci-fi influences and things that he's like enjoying right now and he talked about this book it's like a very hard sci-fi book and there's like not much of a narrative to it it's kind of just more like recounting events and then like uh and then there's like uh basically it's like humanity i think like a thousand years in the future and we're making our or maybe it's less a little less than that but we're basically making our we've we've colonized the solar system and we're making our first trip outside our solar system to the next solar system. Oh, fun. And they, we've gotten really good at genetic engineering and like cybernetic alterations and stuff like that. And we would have to, (laughs) yeah, we would have to. And one of the ways that they, um, one of the tools that they've used in order to get, you know, life to uh, beyond our solar system is they've in this universe like in this version of history vampirism is real but it died out thousands of years ago oh so they found a way to reverse engineer vampirism and like breed it in humans uh and so <laughs> human beings as they're dying because or- nothing is gonna go wrong from that <laughs> yeah what would ever go wrong with that <laughs> let's play with god <laughs> exactly and so humans that are uh, either on their deathbed or whatever, or ele- I think they can elect to, to do it, can like be changed into vampires. Uh, and they now use my that. Question. Yes, because this is this is key. Mm-hmm. So if you're on your deathbed, you can do, turn into a vampire. Does your body get restored to like the perfect peak Mm-mm. like version? So you're just an old, crusty it, vampire. It's very like almost like. Um, uh, Nosferatu style vampire, where like you're oh. you you are the undead. So like you you have a brain and you're still as smart as you were before, but like your body is a corpse essentially. Yeah. Um. And so like they're all like sickly and not sickly, but like kind of gangly and like yeah. They're taut. all old people that yeah, are they're turned all... into vampires. It's creepy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so they uh, like so the, the, there's like those people who have been uh, placed on this ship okay. because of the extended life and they don't need like mm. food and water and all that kind of stuff. It's an interesting concept. Yeah, but then there's also like cybernetically advanced humans and stuff like that. And it's basically just about like, uh, so far at least, it's about just like this documenting this journey of like human life beyond the solar system. And it's really interesting. Huh. Um, and it does What's not the name hold of the your. Book? It's called Blind Sight. Blind Sight, okay. Yeah. So we'll see what ends up happening. I don't know. I'm, I'm still pretty early on in the book, but it's it's pretty good uh, so far. And it's like a good Sounds book to like cool. put on in the background when I'm like working out and stuff. Yeah. Um,. Yeah, uh, but anyway, that being said, um, I think we should acknowledge, uh, since we're in the DMs, I think we should acknowledge uh, the Jamie Foxx situation. Yes. Um, uh, he was hospitalized um, recently. It's been over uh, three weeks now that he's been in the hospital. But has it been three weeks already? It's, uh, yeah, in this headline it says wow. that it's been, uh, it's been more than three weeks. Um, there's been sort of conflicting reports uh, about mm-hmm. what exactly happened. Um, the, the, the most consistent one I've heard is that it was basically a stroke. Um, yeah. And so he's being uh, re- rehabilitated in the hospital. Apparently, he's up and alert and awake and stuff like that, which is great. But man, um, such a bummer uh, that that happened. And hopefully, he makes a full recovery because I think Jamie Foxx is a 
a generational talent and it would be a bummer to like lose any amount of that talent at this point in his life like he's so he's still so young you know what i mean dude i know like i was thinking about it today after i sent you that the the message prompt to yeah. talk about it and it was just like dude like he's too young to die yeah like far too young to die yeah and such a talent and yes. such like a just a solid person, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. and like has been, you know, yes. like the entire time he's been famous. I've never heard a single bad thing about him. You know 100%. what I mean? Like it's yeah. always been like, he's the best, like every, people that have worked with him, like love working with him, love working for him, you know, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And so it's just, I don't know. It not him, I think is, I think there are other people in Hollywood that deserve <laughs> to have a stroke. Yes, exactly. And end up in the hospital. <laughs> Yeah, like there's some monsters out there that could do that could, you know, we could. Uh, I wouldn't be sad if that happened to them, you know. <laughs> yep. But um, no, it's it's a super big bummer, and um, I yeah, mean, obviously, I hope he recovers. Yeah, speaking of people uh, that deserve people in Hollywood that deserve to have a stroke instead of Jamie Foxx, whoever the director was that asked Mar- Matthew Lawrence to strip yes. in, for a role in a Marvel movie, not just a director, the director that was casting for a Marvel movie asked yeah, him to a strip. A prominent so Oscar he- award-winning director who showed up uh, in his robe. Uh, this is from IGN. Um, Matthew Lawrence says, uh, "I went to the hotel room of a very prominent Oscar award-winning director." who showed up in his robe, asked me to take my clothes off, and if I did X, Y, and Z, I would be the next Marvel character. I didn't do that, and my agency fired me. Um, yeah, that's a horrible story. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, it, I like it's hard for me to believe because like, I'm very optimistic about human beings and stuff like that. It's hard for me to like like even imagine that these things happen but it's so obvious that they do happen because so many people have these stories it's oh, just yeah. so sad dude it's like well it's also just like it's disgusting like yes it's, i'm sorry oh, it's that you are such a pathetic human being that you need to like force put someone in a position to do something sexual for you to perform sexual acts for you because you can't like you can't get anything done yourself like like it's just like it's just it's and the thing that that interests me about it is that we don't often hear about the sexual harassment on the guy's side, right. you know, like because mm-hmm. of the Me Too movement and everything like that, which was great, and I'm super happy about that. But a lot of stories that guys had that were trying to chime in on the Me Too movement got swept under the rug because they were guys, you know. And there's mm-hmm. this idea that exists out there that like either a men don't go through this, or b that if it happens to us, we're fine with it. Yeah, and you know, and it's. I'm glad he spoke out. I think that he should name the freaking director. I know. It sucks, dude. Like, cause it's it, it's. I know it's such a uh, a difficult spot for someone like that to be oh, in. Cause totally. it's like you don't want to name the director, and then like you get even less work, and right. <laughs> like it's just right. like. Well, that's the risk you take, and, and yeah, and that sucks. But the thing is, is that the the industry is tilted mm-hmm. in a way that benefits these monsters from doing these kinds of things, and there's no oversight or, you know, consequence to mm-hmm. it and it's just like and that's why it keeps happening is because you know it took an entire generation of women to be like fuck these guys and mm-hmm. then you know and I feel like it's it's gonna take like a group of men to do the same thing to kind of liberate it for men yeah totally you know? well cause Terry Crews has often talked he's spoken out about being sexually harassed and like objectified yeah. 
Yeah, and Brendan Fraser like has said similar yeah. things, and it's just it's really tough, dude. That sucks. It does. Um, but yeah, so shout out to Matthew Lawrence. Uh, yeah. Hopefully he's doing well. Otherwise, and uh, yeah, let's uh, let's keep moving. We got another trailer in the DMs. Yes, we did. Speaking of Neil Blomkamp. Speaking speaking of Neil Blomkamp. Um, we're doing callbacks all day. Exactly. Um, Gran Turismo. What do you think of the trailer? It looks good. I think it looks great. Looks, re- yeah. looks, cr- looks like a really good, just straightforward racing movie. Yeah, I love. I, I love the. Uh, it says based on a true story, which is crazy. Right. That blew me. Blew my mind. <laughs> so essentially, the story of this movie is there's a uh, a, 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 a a Gran Turismo video game player from uh, South Africa. It sounds like his accent, um, which is uh, yeah, makes sense with Neil Blomkamp. Um, and he is really, 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 really good at Gran Turismo, uh, and gets he wins some kind of contest where he gets an opportunity to race for real, um, and uh, by with, and he's recruited by some crazy man, like some crazy coach played by Luke Evans. <laughs> no, Orlando Bloom. Oh, is that Orlando Bloom? That's Orlando Bloom, my oh, friend. Oh, I'm tri- I thought that was Luke Evans. They look very You're straight similar. Straight tripping, bro. Uh, I am tripping. They do. Uh, they do in like very like specific, like weirdly specific lighting. I'm like, <laughs> I can't tell. Yeah, I, that's interesting. Now I know uh, Orlando Bloom makes uh, a little bit more sense. Um, mm-hmm. That's cool. Um, I like that casting. I think that's going to be good. Uh, oh, if you haven't watched Carnival Row yet, you got to watch that. He's so. good I haven't in it. yet. I need to. He's so good in it. But um, All right. I'll add, uh, I'll watch it after I finish Perry Mason. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think this looks great. And so, like, yeah, and then he has to... They basically made the, the Gran Turismo movie into, like, a sports movie. Because they, mm-hmm. they have to, like, go through, like, a training montage. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of athletics dealt with uh, in in this sport of racing. And so, like, the, yeah. I, I like this... Uh, I like this take on the movie. I think it's a good story. I think it's an easy story for audiences to comprehend and get behind. And mm-hmm. I I like that it's, like seems like yeah if you're gonna make a video game movie about racing make it fun and zany and like kind of flying by the seat of your pants not like super self-serious like i I think this is gonna be fun i think it's gonna be a lot of fun yeah me too it looks like it's a lot of fun yeah um looks like they had a lot of fun making it yes 100 percent. uh you can tell with the crazy camera movements and the fact (laughs) that david harbour just gets to yell at people yeah david harbour's in this playing who's he playing like some kind of like he basically i think what he is is he's the um he's the head like race team guy okay like runs the track and runs the race team gotcha okay Um, orlando bloom owns it and so he he, that's why he has the money so he's the the funder of the money and so he gets to tell them what to do but i think david harbour's like the blue collar mechanic dude that runs the racing like the crew chief guy yeah crew chief yeah exactly yeah yeah yeah. all right i think he's a crew chief but he's just (laughs) he's just insane just being david harbour and (laughs) i love it exactly just yeah it looks great it's like he they showed up and he's like what's my cue and they're like you're grumpy yeah i can do that (laughs) i can do that (laughs) done yeah. Have yeah, you seen looks- my other body of work? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, no, this looks great. Uh, the racing looks really good. It looks like it's shot really well. It's going to be fun. I think it's going to do It's going to be well. so much fun. It looks like a blast. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Um, the writers, uh, Hollywood writers are on strike. The Writers Guild uh, of America is on strike right now. Yep. Um, they are picketing at several locations uh, as we speak, trying to get paid uh, decent wages. 
um, specifically over like streaming and stuff like that. Because right now, writers are not paid residuals for streaming, so that's another thing they're trying to rectify. Well, they freaking should be, as well as a bunch of other stuff. And um, get those yeah. uh, get those writers of the office finally paid. Yeah, exactly. Because everybody um, just constantly watches that show on repeat for some reason. Right. Even though it has not aged well and the characters are all awful people yeah. except for Pam. Even <laughs> yeah, though exactly. she's still kind of bad too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah. So we'll we'll see how long this lasts. Um, some people are saying it could go as long as like August, like through the summer. So we'll see. Mm, a, lot yeah. of, a lot of productions, especially TV shows, are on halt right now until this yep. gets sorted out. Um, in solidarity, you, uh, news came out today. I saw it right before we started talking that uh-huh. James Gunn turned the uh, Superman Legacy script in last week. Okay, so the Good. production on that movie will not be uh, will not be affected. Yeah, but anything else moving forward that was in limbo, every Disney, everything is like boop, yeah. done. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm interested to see how this affects things and how long this goes. This is uh, it's big news for the movie industry. So how we long will... did the last one write? Uh, did the last one go for? I don't remember. Um, it was a minute. I think it was like three months. Let me see. Uh, I thought it was about a couple of months. How long was the last writer's strike? And then that was fun. It was a because... hundred days last time. So yeah, okay. uh, right. a few months. All right. Well. We're in for a few months of some really good TV, and then we will have a few months of some really awkward and weird bad TV because they of all the scabs that they have writing all the stuff now for all the big production TV shows. And then when the good writers come back, then we'll get better TV again. Yeah, Because exactly. remember, um, that's what happened with uh, Walking Dead Season 2, mm-hmm. why they were stuck on a farm that entire time. Oh, <laughs> it's because yeah. the writers strike, and they were like, we don't want to have too many settings. we got to keep it simple. And it's just like, come on, man. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, season two of uh, The Walking Dead was written during the writer's strike. And so you can tell because the first part of the season is just boring, 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 boring. And then the last couple of episodes when they finally were like, when the good writers came back, it's like, oh, stuff's happening now. <laughs> yep. Uh, that's probably how this will play out, I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, yeah we're going to we'll have see. some really weird TV in a couple of months. We definitely are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of really weird TV, uh, Anthony Starr from The Boys... Uh, you yes. sent me this. What did he say? I did. He said, uh, season four features, quote, the most bizarre thing I've ever done. <laughs> what could that he be? Seems because like he's done some bizarre stuff. His, yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> he seems like a man that takes some chances with his acting. So that speaks volumes to me. And I'm, now I have to know. Yeah, this is a man who in this same show has like, has like anger, ga- like Anger like chugged breast milk. <laughs> yep. So uh, <laughs> I'm I'm very interested to see what is the most bizarre thing he's ever done. Uh, right. Uh, so yeah, uh, I, he said. Uh, he also goes on to say there has to be a ceiling, but we can't seem to find it. Yep. So <laughs> Which is what makes me love that show. It's one of the most absurd <laughs> but just well written shows like on yeah. television right now. Yeah, I, it might like. I'm wondering what it what it's going to be. I'm very interested about this season of the show because now we've got Homelander sort of like uh, in full vil- villain mode, and also mm-hmm. like he has his son with him. Yep. So I'm interested to see what they do there. Uh, if they're going to age the kid up at all, or if they're going to use the same actor, like what's the? I, I'm very interested to see 
what what this uh, season entails. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, this, I the show's one of my favorite shows on TV, so I cannot wait. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Uh, what else we got? Uh, Pedro Pascal has joined the cast of the Gladiator sequel. Sick. Super yes. stoked for that. Yeah, so he's in there. Connie Nielsen is there too. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, here we go. Uh, Paul Mescal, who will star as Lucius, Barry Keoghan, Joseph Quinn, Connie Nielsen, and Denzel Washington. Gotcha. This is, this is going to be great. Oh, and Honsu. He's supposed to come back, too. Yeah. I wonder... Man, this is so cool. Um, I'm really well, looking forward to this. As the cast goes, the more my excitement is building for this movie. 100%. I think it's going to be good. Um, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, Gladiator was one of the first R-rated movies I ever saw. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think me too. The Gladiator and The Matrix, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, Matrix, for sure. Yeah. The, the, yeah. This is going to be... I think with all these stars, I think this is going to be great. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be good. Who do you think Pedro yeah. Pascal is playing? Like, what kind of role do you think he's playing? Oh, I'm... Actually, that's that's an interesting... He's He has range, so... Yeah. I don't know what he... Is, do we know who the lead is? Is he like the new lead? Is he like the gladiator? I don't you know, know what who I mean? the lead is supposed to be. They've been filling gotcha. in characters, but they haven't told us the perspective of the story yet. Gotcha. So we're okay. still waiting on that. Um, I wonder if he will be the lead. Interesting. Yeah. I think he'd be a cool choice for that. I think he... Uh, I, I buy that. Um, yeah. He's great. Um... <laughs> Uh, Rob Delaney is returning for Deadpool 3. Yeah, <laughs> great. he is. Sugar Bear. <laughs> yeah, great. Um, <laughs> I'm totally on board for that. I, I, love, I love his moments in the movie, dude. Where he's just like, you got powers? No. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, speaking of Paul Mescal, apparently he's been offered the role of Johnny Storm in Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. There we go. I think that's fine casting. Um, yeah, Adam Driver is getting close enough in that that rumor of him being cast is being solidified. Um, they also put a rumor out recently that Margot Robbie has been offered the role of Sue Storm, which I say no thank you. Margot <laughs> Robbie is Harley Quinn, and I don't want to see her everywhere. Yeah, um, yeah. Don't, uh, don't have a problem with her. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love her to pieces, love her mm-hmm. work, but uh, I don't want to see her everywhere like they tried to do with Jennifer Lawrence. Like, right. No. Don't overdo yeah. it. Um, but yeah, so Jodie Comer has also been rumored mm-hmm. to be Sue Storm as well. Um, and then the other thing that we can talk about for a second uh-huh. is that they are thinking about gender swapping the thing. Interesting. Yes. That could be interesting. I would say interesting. Mm-hmm. I'll still watch it. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. Yeah. Because Ben Grimm is such an iconic character and the way mm-hmm. that they do it, like if you did it as a female, it doesn't quite work. Um, as a lady, lady mm-hmm. thing. I don't have a problem with lady thing. I think a lady thing could be a great thing down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, but as for the first Disney Marvel, I think if Disney Marvel is going to do, Marvel Disney's going to do it right, they need mm-hmm. to do it standardized out of the gate the first time. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, Yeah, I get that. Yeah. I, I don't mind the idea. I think it could be interesting. Uh, as like an additional layer to the body horror of that transformation could be yeah, very sure. interesting especially if like because I <laughs> I obviously don't expect them to put like 
boobs on the thing with like a <laughs> like a bikini top. Oh you know God, what I mean? You almost just made me shoot water out of my nose. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, so I think it, it, it was it, sparkling water too. So I'm burning a little bit. Um, yeah, I think no, that could that, yeah. be an interesting uh, an interesting dynamic. If like, yeah. So yeah, I, I, I yeah, I totally get it. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I think it could be cool either way. I don't really, um, I don't have a strong preference, honestly. Uh, it's uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to this movie though because I think uh, we haven't had, we haven't given this team a fair shot yet, <laughs> like at <No>. a movie. <laughs> and so no. I'm finally look. I'm finally excited to see like. With you know, with all the you know the past twenty some some odd years of Marvel filmmaking in its like in filmmaking wisdom behind it, I'm I'm excited to see what they do with this franchise for sure. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Um, It'll be really interesting to see what they do with Fantastic Four, just because Fantastic Four will open up an entire like other side of the wor- of the of the quote world of Marvel that we haven't seen yet. Mm-hmm. That's true. Very true. Um, you sent me this uh, Damon Lindelof, this thing about Damon Lindelof's uh, pitch for Star Wars. Yes. Sounds really cool. Yeah. It, uh, so apparently his pitch for uh, his Ray Star Wars film uh, would reportedly be set around 60 years after the rise of Skywalker and focused on an elderly Ray training two Jedi, according to reliable industry insider Jeff Snyder. Um, Helen Mirren was going to fe- be featured in the role as Rey, replacing Daisy Ridley due to the time jump. Um, Damon Lindelof was asked to leave, and Peaky Blinders creator Stephen Knight was asked to rewrite the script. Uh, the current film is set only 15 years after The Rise of Skywalker, and will have Daisy Ridley returning as Rey to rebuild the Jedi Order. Um, yeah, that could have been interesting. Um, uh, Helen Mirren led... Uh, Star Wars movie where the, she's yes. training two young Jedi. I think that could have been cool. Um, hey, this one will be cool too. I don't. I don't mind this. It'll at all. be a Star Wars movie. Yeah, it'll be Star Wars. I'm. I, you know, we we've we've said it ad nauseum. We we're both kind of exhausted of the the Skywalker, uh, air and neck neck of the galaxy. <laughs> like, the let's only, let's find somewhere else. <laughs> the only stipulation that I have uh-huh. is if they decided to go with a lookalike that looks like uh, Mark Hamill. And then do like the face CGI thing or whatever um, for to do Dark Empire. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. Where uh, Luke goes to the Sith side and works for the Clone Emperor for a while mm-hmm. and ends up becoming his like right hand man. And then like he's like finds a way. He travels down the path of the dark side to then you know almost succumb to it and then realize that the light is where he needs to be. It's a very fun. It's a very fun graphic novel. Cool. Yeah, that sounds uh, really fun. Yeah, <laughs> anything that's different from like where we are now, I think, would be uh, a lot yeah. of fun. Um, let's see what else we got here. And stop making it. The other thing I'm going to say about the Star Wars movies is I know they're giant toy commercials at this point, but yeah. please stop making it so obvious. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's literally like an arrow appears on screen and goes, "There's going to be merchandise of this," and it's just like, "Stop, man." Like, yeah. <laughs> Um, what else we got here? Uh, Robert Pattinson and Robert Downey Jr. are to play a serial and a cop in a new film. Um, directed by Adam McKay. Ooh. Um, it's called Average Height, Average Build. Robert Downey Jr. will play the detective hunting Robert Pattinson down. Uh, Netflix film. Also mm-hmm. starring Amy Adams, 
Daniel Deadweiler and Forrest Whitaker is described as an ingenious marriage of black comedy premise with the corruption that are that is rife in politics. Interesting. So a, a dark comedy about a serial killer. Interesting. I don't think we've ever mm-hmm. seen that. Um, or at least I haven't. Uh, this looks, yeah, this sounds great. Uh, I'd love to see Robert Downey Jr. do something again. Uh, he's great. I'll watch him read the phone book. You know, they, we haven't gotten a third Sherlock Holmes movie because, uh, and this makes, I found this out recently and it made me very annoyed. Um, mm-hmm. Because Guy Ritchie said that he put it in the hands of Robert Downey Jr. If Robert, if Robert wants to do it, and Robert every single year he goes, "Yeah, I'm working on it." And it's like, at this point, man, <laughs> just <laughs> stop. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, you got me, just... you got me good with two, with two really solid movies, and then you've kept my hopes up for a third one for freaking forever. Like, just let it go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Totally, I totally get it. Uh, I, I yeah, it's. I feel like the window has passed on yeah. interest for that project. Yeah, the Jude Law, Robert Downey Jr. Team yeah, up, even though it's so good, it is so good. Um, yeah, I think the window has has closed on that for interest. Yeah, but I agree. Uh, but that's fine. It it opens the door for some new interpretation of Sherlock Holmes. That will... I say, get Sherlock Holmes back on screen again, man. Yeah, why not? He's a super great character. Super fun to watch. It's always mm-hmm. fun to watch like the best detective in the world do his thing, you know? Right. <laughs> totally. Um, that's why we like Batman so much. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, uh, yeah, I would love to see some new kind of Sherlock thing. I think that'd be great. Um, I sent you the teaser for Twisted Metal, the new series from uh, yes. Peacock. Um, yeah, what'd you think? It's just it a looks teaser. like a show. Yeah, it definitely looks like a show. <laughs> Um, That's all I got for you. Yeah, it's, there's uh, just there's just not the, okay. There's just not that much to it, you know, right. to the trailer. It's sure. mostly just Anthony uh, uh, Anthony Mackie. Thank you, Anthony Mackie. I almost said Anthony Adams, and my brain went, "Nope, that is not a person." That is <laughs> that's not your, a human like, being. That's not who we're talking about right now. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm sure there's an Anthony Adams out there somewhere, and if you are, thank God you're alive. But yep. um, this is not what we're talking about. Um, no, it looked fine. It just looks like a it, you know what it honestly struck me as more of? Uh, mm-hmm. Hey, remember this series of games? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. Because <laughs> um, Twisted Metal, as far as I know, still isn't still like a franchise, right? Like it's Not gone. that I know. I don't think they've made new games, yeah. And was there a storyline to I'm having a hard time remembering because I was a kid. I mean, they it was a, a loose storyline as much as there was for any kind of like arcade fighting game. It was more right. so like you you are a new entrant in this this tournament that's held every year or whatever, and and so there's like a loose storyline, but not like a not like a compelling one. And, and what was interesting to me about that game was like each character on their title card had like a a backstory written about them. And I the backstories were all very the backstories were all very interesting to me, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it kind of explained their gimmick and why they do what they do and stuff like that. And from the game, like it was very like weird. Like there was one guy who was like, I remember the guy I used to use on Twisted Metal was this like white Porsche, and it was called Spectre, and he was like a ghost. Yeah, like, I remember yeah. Spectre. <laughs> yeah, there was. Yeah. Uh, what was the what was the guy the the guy that drove the jeep? Was it was his name Warthog or something like yeah, that? Yeah, Warthog. Uh huh. Yeah, Warthog. He shot the um, red, white, and blue missiles. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Uh, and then there was the dude. There's Darktooth, the the clown. 
Yes. Or Sweet Tooth. Um, Sweet Tooth. Sweet Tooth, the clown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then what was the name of the guy who had his arms chopped off and he like they were stuck to like the wheels? Oh, I don't remember. I don't remember. Damn, that's too deep. <laughs> that's too deep a cut. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite one was the uh-huh. um was the Formula One racer that uh oh, the yeah. power was it would set off tornadoes. Oh, I remember that. And it would like yeah, yeah. I do remember that. The that's blue uh, the blue and yellow F one car. Mm-hmm. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, so this, yeah, this, uh, I think this will have the right tone that it's supposed to have, um, because, uh, I, I, full disclosure, I, I know two people that are writing on this show, and they're Ooh. both very, very funny comedians, and, uh, the room apparently is full of comedians, the writer's room, so, oh, so it's um, gonna get fucked up. Yeah, it's gonna be fun, <laughs> it's gonna be dark, probably, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, I think it's going to I love that the trailer it, like the teaser is like um I don't know if the whole show is going to have this aesthetic but at least Anthony Mackie's car is very like early 2000s like it has a CD player still and mm-hmm. he has like a big yeah. book of CDs <laughs> Um so yeah I'm looking forward to um hopefully like if this has like a tone similar to like Peacemaker uh, I think that would oh, be very, yeah. very fun. That's a good point. If it's more like Peacemaker, it's going to be a wild success. Do you know who's playing Sweet Turth? Uh, no, I, I don't, don't know why no. I added an R to that, but Sweet Turth. <laughs> Sweet Turth. Sweet Turth? <laughs> no, who's playing Sweet Tooth? Will Arnett. Oh, that's great. That's fantastic. That's great casting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Niv Campbell's in it. Uh-huh. Uh, Thomas Hayden Church is in it. Uh, who else is in it here on the back end? Uh, Mike Mitchell. Oh, Mike Mitchell's in this. That's cool. Yes, he is. <laughs> he's he's, uh, he's a friend. Uh, he he hosts Doughboys, uh, the podcast. Oh, he's great. I, yeah, he's I've great. been a fan of uh, um, his comedy group that had the TV show for a long time. Uh huh. Yeah, um, you know he's great. <laughs> they're great. <laughs> he's also Still- in the. He's in the what's the Tomorrow War with Chris Pratt? <laughs> oh, is he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, my uh, Mitch is great. Um, yeah, this looks great. I love that Will Arnett's in it. That's like really fun. Um, Stephanie Beatrice is in it too. Sick, dude. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward to the show. I think. Uh, I think it's going to be. Uh, uh, at least it's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three will feature the first MCU f bomb. Yes, and have you seen the clip that it's it's I supposed have. to be in? Okay, yeah. yeah. I think yeah, that's I a fun clip. Uh, I didn't watch it with sound. Gotcha. I saw it come up on Instagram and was like, I know exactly what this is, and I skipped past it. I was <laughs> gotcha. like, nope, I'm not ruining yeah. this for me. <laughs> yeah. No, I watched the scene. It's very funny. Um, and, yeah, I think this uh, – and if they're releasing that clip, uh, there must be uh, uh, other really funny stuff in it if they're willing to show this one to the public. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really looking forward to Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Um, everybody says it's super emotional. James Gunn has proven over and over again he's a great filmmaker. Oh, yeah. uh, especially with these characters. So I'm really looking forward to Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Hopefully it will uh, get Marvel Cinematic Universe back on track in terms of quality. I um, really hope so. It has yeah. slipped. It has slipped very far. Big time. Um, yeah. Especially after Quantumania, I was like, what are we doing, guys? Yes. Um, like, do you even want to make these anymore? Right. It doesn't seem like it. <laughs> it doesn't seem like they want to make them yeah. anymore. <laughs> yeah, it does not, uh, um, does not seem like it. Uh, if we're going up the list, as I said, Connie Nielsen is coming back to Gladiator Two. Uh, Joseph Quinn from Stranger mm-hmm. Things is going to be the the Emperor mm-hmm. in Gladiator Two. Um, so that that's fun. Um, oh, did you see this that I sent you? You can experience the Iron Man house in Cape Town for twenty grand a night. 
No, but that's cool. I mean, I saw yes. that. Yes, that's awesome. Yeah, so the house they filmed uh, as Tony Stark's house in the original Iron Man. Apparently, it's in Cape Town, South Africa. You can rent the house for twenty grand a night. But I thought, uh, I thought Ultron destroyed it. <laughs> ah. <laughs> See what I did there? Um, that's was it Ultron cool. or was it uh, what's his face from um, Iron Man three? I thought in Iron Man three that's when the house like got blown up and oh maybe off it was head. maybe it was yeah. Yeah. it's when uh, Guy Pierce was like I have the Eternity. Streaming. <laughs> it's like that's not what this comic is, but you're yeah, ruining exactly. it. So thanks. Exactly. Yeah. I hate uh, that movie. Yeah, it's not a great movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> I literally was just like, that was what I was just like. Oh no, what are we doing? Yeah. Yeah, it's not a great movie. Um, that is cool though. I didn't know that that was a real house, so that's kind of cool to. Yeah, uh, I didn't either. That that exists. Two twenty thousand dollars a night is crazy. You know, I would get up to some weird cosplay <laughs> stuff if I. Yeah, exactly. Oh, one hundred percent. I would bring an entire like su- Iron Man suit and just walk around in it the entire time. Yeah, I feel like you have to, right? You have to, right? Yeah, hundred um, percent. At least get- a helmet that opens up on its own. You know, oh, totally. Something. Yeah, if I get... lived in that house, if I let them <laughs> film in my house for Iron Man, you uh-huh. know I just have like one of those like three hundred dollar like Iron Man helmets just sitting on my desk. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, you're like I am Tony Stark. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. No, yeah, that uh, that sounds like a lot of fun. Twenty thousand dollars is a lot of money, but uh, that sounds fun. <laughs> I guess you could split it with a bunch of people. <laughs> I guess. Think of the party you could have in that house. True. Yeah. With that view. Mm. Yeah. I'm sure there are some very strict rules, though, about the usage of the house. Oh, have to be. No noise after seven. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, we're getting a Dodgeball sequel, apparently. Uh, we are. Early development. Vince Vaughn is likely to return, apparently. Um, but that's all this says from comicbook.com. Uh, yeah, I've looked I'm, into that this more on my own time, and um, mm-hmm. there's no extra news beyond that. Okay. Like right now, that's all we have. So there's, it's not like we're being short trip. There's literally, I think what it is, is they literally just hit up Ben Stiller and we're like, hey, can we make this now? And I'm sure he was like, yeah, fine. And then they were like, we can do it. So that's what mm-hmm. I think that, that's what I think that is. Mm. Okay. That sounds great. I, I, I hope this gets made. I love Dodgeball. I know a lot of people love that movie. So the, I think it's, I think if they made it and they made it a, a good, fun, sequel I think it would make a ton of money so there's been enough time between the first and the second one now that they can actually figure out what kind of they've had enough time to figure out what kind of story they actually want to tell now which mm-hmm. I'm like and Vince Vaughn has said that um, he has a really funny idea so and I trust him he's a slightly funny man um, mm-hmm. yeah dude did I tell you the time uh, about the time I saw him at Disneyland no he was with his kids and we were mm-hmm. in uh, California Adventure we were passing around um, the winery area, and um, mm-hmm. I saw this tall man with a kid on his shoulders, and I was like, I know this person. How do I know this person? And then I saw the extra cast member that was helping them like walk around, and then I realized it was Vince Vaughn, and I saw him. See, I was looking at him when he looked at me and saw me in the moment recognize who he was, mm-hmm. and he gave me this instant look like, please be cool. <laughs> and it was just like, dude, I'm not gonna like harsh your day with your kids at Disneyland. Like, I'm a fully Please grown cool. adult. I don't need to talk to you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, I, I've, I'm trying to think of the last celebrity I saw at Disneyland. It's been a while. Um, I don't think I can remember. Um, but anyway, um, no, yeah. that's tight. That's cool. Yeah, it's fine. Um, 
Street Fighter movie has found yes. its directors. Yes, I'm looking at that now. Uh, the by the Philippus, uh, their brothers who have directed a movie called Talk to Me, which I've seen the trailer for. It's an A24 horror movie Ooh, about is it? yeah about a group of kids uh, or like like high school age kids, I think, or they may be slightly older than that. But they they find a an embalmed hand that they use to like uh, you know as like a joke. They use it to like do a seance, but then shit starts really. Popping well, of off. course. Yes, because of course. Because you uh, know what the one, th- the two things that don't mix well in horror movies: yeah. teenagers and dark magic. Yes, exactly. Um, so yeah, and in, in that in that movie, apparently, was all the rave at um, Sundance, um, and A twenty four picked it up to distribute it, um, and they just got uh, the offer for Street Fighter to do a Street Fighter movie. Um, yeah, that's cool. I think Street Fighter is a cool franchise of video games that hasn't really gotten a good shot at a movie. Um, and I think it's a franchise what that is much... What are you talking much... about? The one with Jean-Claude Van Damme in the 90s was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing for what that movie was, for it's sure. It's amazing for what it is. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but the Street Fighter uh, world, I think, deserves like a cool, like fun, gritty like take on it. And I think these guys would be great at it. So, um, yeah, looking forward to seeing what they do with that. Um, there's a, uh, there's a Transformers prequel coming. Yeah, uh, apparently there's a Transformers prequel, and why use the guy that does the voice for Optimus Prime when you could get Chris Hemsworth, which sounds <laughs> nothing like him. Yeah, I, I'm very interested to see what this is going to be. Uh, comicbook.com says the cast will also include Scarlett Johansson and Brian Tyree Henry, and will be the origin story of how Optimus Prime and Megatron became enemies. Um, so if I had to guess, the movie is going to be their buds for a while, and then mm-hmm. Megatron gets a little overzealous, and then they, they're not buds anymore. <laughs> you know uh, what? I'm I'm gonna guess that that's probably what it is too. Hmm. Um. Yeah, it's probably that. Uh, I wonder if he's going. I mean, he's probably going to do an American accent. I would imagine because he can't just be Australian all of a sudden, right? <laughs> Um, who knows? It depends on how uh, lazy they want to do this. I'm Optimus Prime. (laughs) Hello. Hello, I'm Optimus Prime. I'm Optimus Prime. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I doubt it. He's probably going to do an American accent, which, have we ever heard Chris Hemsworth do an American accent? I haven't. I mean, I've heard his weird, like, Shakespearean Thor voice, but other than that, I I don't know what he would sound like with an American accent. You know what? Did he do an American accent in Star Wars? Or, excuse me, Star Trek as James Kirk's father? You know? I I can't remember now. No, I think you're right, actually. Yeah, I think he might have. I'm going to pull that clip up and see if I can hear it for a second because I want to, I'm very curious now. <laughs> uh, it's so funny that he was in that movie. Like, like <laughs> I always forget that. <laughs> right? He was Captain Kirk's father. James Tiberius Kirk. Let's see. Speaking of which, I wonder if we're going to get another Star Trek movie. Yeah, I mean, Star Trek's doing pretty well on TV, so I would imagine we are. Let me see. Gotta rewatch this movie. Oh, it's such a good movie. I was just thinking that to myself. I'm like, I need to rewatch Star Trek. Yeah, it is an American accent. Is it? Yeah, nice. check this out. Texas, 
So yeah, he, it sounds pretty. He sounds pretty good. Uh, you know what I mean? He doesn't sound like, and you know, there's not a whole lot of dialogue in that for him. But like, you know, he doesn't sound like some very stilted American. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> fake American accent. It sounds pretty normal. So <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think him doing an American accent will make it uh, less obvious that it's his voice in uh, as Optimus Prime, which I think will work a lot better for that character. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's a good choice. Um, cool. Here's what I'm going to say. I hope he doesn't do too much new with the character voice. Like, it's Optimus Prime. We all... It's yeah, very, we know what Optimus Prime it's sounds very, like. <laughs> it's a very specific voice. Yes. Uh, it is. And I, I, I hopefully he can cha- channel that in his performance um, with that. Um, rest in peace to Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer passed yes, away at the age of 79 a couple days ago. Um, I'm going to give a, a very sad Jerry... Jerry. Yeah, Jerry. <laughs> We're um, all chanting a little bit sadder now. Yeah. I was definitely not allowed to watch the Jerry Springer show when I was a kid. Oh, neither neither was I, but guess what? <laughs> yeah. Still Still did. dead. Um <laughs> Yeah, man. I think Jer- uh, Jerry Springer was a like a like a he will go down as truly like a a legend in talk show, you know, sort of reality show talk show TV space. Yeah. He was a pioneer in a lot of ways and uh yeah. Uh, I think he was, uh, 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 from what I understand, I've never heard any negative things about him as a person. Doesn't mean that those things don't exist, but I never heard of him. I never heard right. him, so I don't know. Um, but um, yeah, rest in peace to uh, uh, um, a man who did a lot in uh, in TV for sure. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. What else we got here? Some photos from Dune, which we talked yep, about. Yep, yep. Oh, Black Mirror season six is coming. Yes, it is. It's coming. Um, I will say, I'm gonna be honest. Black Mirror is good, but my favorite episode so far is still in season one. Yeah, which one is that? The entire history of you. Oh yeah, that's, the one. That's an amazing episode. It's an amazing piece of television. Yeah, that's the one where you can record your memories in like and that, that guy's con- going back through his memories to try and yeah. figure out if his wife is cheating on him or not. Right. Yep. That's a great one. Yep. Yep. No, that's a so great episode. Uh, it's a fantastic episode. Uh, yeah, I think this is... The, I'm so glad that this show is coming back. It's so funny when I saw that news of that... Uh, the the trailer dropped, or the teaser. And uh, it was so funny, because I... Like, literally a couple days before that, I was like, man, I wonder if we're ever going to get any more Black Mirror. And then a few days later, here we go. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm excited about that. Um, hopefully it's good. Um, Marvel is um, letting it out to the press that uh, they are thinking about recasting uh, um, Kang, Jonathan Majors, uh, mm-hmm. in the Kang role. And they, uh, it yes. says that they're looking for a Damson Idris type who is uh, the star of the show Snowfall. Uh, he's real good. Uh, I haven't and, seen Snowfall. Yeah, I haven't seen a bunch of it, but he's real good in it. Um, Damson Idris is like a, a really good up-and-coming um, young actor. Uh, he's British, um, so that's another L- they layer to that. They always are. Yep, they always are. Um, Jonathan Majors, not British, which was uh, which was kind of cool, but uh, unfortunately, yeah. he <laughs> might have been some other yeah. things. Uh, Maybe so. this is why we always catch British people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, cool. All right. Uh, at least Marvel is now showing that they're like, hey, look, we're, we're open to recasting this, uh, which I think is a good move pub- publicity-wise on their part. To be like, we're not mm-hmm. married to anything, especially if this person is turns out to be a really bad person. Uh, yes. we, we are not married to this, so I think yeah. that's a that's I, cool. I I agree. I do like the fact that the they finally have come out and they've been like, um, a little bit like, don't worry, 
Yes. <laughs> we, mm-hmm. like, everything is fine. We will fix it. But also, <laughs> yeah. um, we may have to shuffle some casting stuff up. Yes. Um, uh, so at CinemaCon, it was announced that Final Destination 6 is officially in the works at Warner Brothers. I have a soft spot in my heart for this franchise. They're so I'm so much fun. They are. They're like, and truly, to me, they're like, they're truly event cinema that like you want to go to the theaters for. Um, mm-hmm. uh, because the the fun of seeing these movies is watching the deaths happen with an audience. Like that's oh, like, yeah. oh that's, yeah, yeah, that's what you're there for. So I'm excited for this it, to come back. Is it the first one where the woman has the unbelievably stupid like moment where she has she's reaching for a um, a rag on top of the refrigerator yes. and there's also a knife for some reason on top of that rag? <laughs> yes, <laughs> it was the first one. They were still figuring it out. <laughs> The lumber, the log from the lumber truck, yeah. though, that will always. I think about that every time I have to go every behind a time. large truck. I'm like, yes. Mm-mm. Uh, they. I think that's part of the magic of these movies is the way that they, they the way they they tend to come up with kill scenarios that like kind of stick with you and you think about them mm-hmm. like after the movie. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh man, they, I guess that could happen. You know. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so uh, I do. Um, I, I have a soft spot in my heart for these movies, so I'm glad that they're making another one. Um, hopefully, it's good. I think they they follow a very um, uh, a very good formula that I think has proven to be very successful in other avenues in Hollywood, where you make a really cheap but exciting horror movie and a mm-hmm. lot of people go see it. And so I think it's cool that they're. This was kind of like one of the first franchises to do that, so um, I'm I'm excited to see it come back uh, come back yeah. to the screen. Me too. Do you think? Uh, um, uh, Devin Sawa is going to come back to? Maybe. That'd be great. That'd be fun. It'd be interesting to see um, where, like, what the event, because, uh, you know, the, the conceit of the movie is there's, like, some event that happens where everybody dies, but they somehow avoid it, and then the people, death comes from them one by one. So I'm wondering mm-hmm. what the uh, what the inciting incident is going to be this time, because that's that's kind of always what, what what is the best part about these movies, is, like, the opening death sequence where everyone dies. What if it's super boring <laughs> and the guy was supposed to die of COVID, but he didn't? <laughs> And he has no idea. So to him, he's like, what is happening? Yeah, exactly. It's super so then it skews as more of a comedy? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I can't imagine what it's going to be. I think they haven't done what, what could be really cool. Like, I'm trying to think of like a big uh, an event that would kill multiple people, uh, which is a, always a fun thing to think about. Uh, but um, what if they did like a, um, I don't think they've done a cruise ship sinking. Nope. That could be cool. Uh, an earthquake. No, we haven't really seen a cruise ship in action since the remake of the Poseidon Adventure or right. Speed Two. Yeah, cruise control. <laughs> cruise control. Excuse me. I forgot yeah. to. <laughs> yeah, please add the uh, the subtitle to it. Yeah, uh, my bad. <laughs> I think. Yeah, I think some kind of like boat or cruise ship uh, cruise ship sinking could be cool. Um, also, like a an, like a really bad earthquake uh, in like a high rise building or something, or like a tsunami could be really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, something that like we just haven't seen play out with that level of like grim detail and and, and sort of inventiveness, I think could right. be really cool. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to this. I love these movies, so um, I'm super down. Um, there's the final flash trailer. Yep. Uh, looks great. You've seen it, I'm assuming. Looks yes, good. I've like seen it? it. Looks great. Yes. Uh, have you not seen it? No, I have. Oh, okay. Got you. Yeah. Looks great. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm excited for this movie. Uh, I think the hype has worked on me. 
I think uh, James Gunn praising it as highly as he has, and all the reports of people saying it's like the best DC superhero movie they've ever seen. Uh, outside, super- everybody's like outside of the of the Dark Knight. It's yes. the best DC superhero movie ever, which like, is still okay. pretty much high, is still pretty high praise. That's really high praise because those other Nolan Batman movies are nothing to sneeze at. <laughs> no, no, those um, are also amazing movies. Yeah, and neither is Man of Steel. To be honest, like let's, yeah, let's be honest great. about this. People hated Man of Steel because what they wanted was they wanted like their Superman from their childhood, mm-hmm. Christopher Reeve, where he's all friendly, and it's like that's not the tone of the world that we live in today. Yeah, and uh, Superman's gonna be a little bit gritty, and that's fine. Yeah. Everybody complains that he's angry, and I'm like, no, he's just trying to figure life out. Yes, um, I think uh, you know, I, you know, it, it's it's really easy to shit on like the Zack Snyder uh, oh, DC yes. universe. I don't honestly what he was trying to do. I don't mind because like because i think a lot of people just were kind of turned off by the aesthetic of those movies yes and because they were very used to uh, i think the public got used to marvel the like the marvel side and they got Mm -hmm. used to like the they got used to the christopher nolan batman which is like really grounded and really like you know he's just a guy who's crazy and like you know what i mean but i think what 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 Zack snyder was trying to do was like and I think it was kind of smart as like a good way to distinguish itself from Marvel. Like he was trying to build a a superhero universe. He's like, well, what if in, in you know in, you know in Marvel people become superheroes and like everyone's just kind of fine with it and it's all cool and good and whatever and, and the public is kind of like fine, hooray, we have heroes now. Yeah, but yeah like, the building was destroyed, <laughs> but at least the bad guy's dead. Yeah, but Zack Snyder was trying to do something different in that like. No, if these people did exist, like they would be gods to us, and we would have yeah. like we would be terrified of most of them. And uh, what we could only hope for is that the least terrifying ones are on our side. Yeah. Uh, and so, and and I think he did a good job of like really, if you were to create like, because to me, the this is gonna sound crazy, but like the aesthetic that Zack Snyder created in like Man of Steel and even in Batman versus Superman and all those movies feels like a more grounded representation of what it would actually be like if Superman and all these characters just showed up on Earth. It would oh, be yeah. a, a terrifying hellscape that like <laughs> that we would all be running for our lives constantly. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Oh god, yes. And so I liked what he was trying to do. I just think you know, obviously the um with Batman v Superman, and then again with Justice League, like the personal stuff and those kind of productions were those productions were just kind of doomed. Um, yeah. But um, all that being said, um, I think uh, this Flash movie, uh, the the canvas that Zack Snyder has left behind, I think is a cool canvas to reimagine, like the Michael Keaton Batman. I think it's a cool yeah. canvas to like do the Flash. Um, I think yeah, I think this movie is going to be really good, and I'm I'm looking forward to seeing it for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to see. It. I will say that I I am conflicted about this movie just because mm-hmm. of Ezra Miller's behavior. For sure. You yeah. know what I mean? Like and it makes me you know, it makes me uneasy yeah. that part of my money is going yeah. to pay for a paycheck for a someone who should be in jail. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the only bummer uh, about this is I wish that I was watching someone who was more likable in real life and not like a, an asshole yeah. in real life. Because that, the problem is is that now that I know that about him, I'm going to take that with me into the movie and I'm yeah. going to like, you know, that's just going to be sitting in the back of my head be like, "Wow, he's doing a great job, but he is a garbage person." Right. 
So, yes, unfortunately, that's you have to. Yeah, you have to uh, support Ezra Miller, Ezra Miller, at least somewhat in order to see this movie, which sucks. But uh, that being said, I am uh, looking forward to it. Me too. And I think that, you know, if they do it the way they're doing it after this, they reboot the entire DC DCEU. Mm-hmm. I go, okay, cool. So then he doesn't have a part in it anymore. So right. I feel less bad going to see this movie. If he was continuing to still be the Flash, right. I would be like, mm, sorry, I can't support that decision. But mm-hmm. if they're like, yeah, we did it. He came after he finished it. He had some problems. And then but we're still going to put the movie out. I go, okay, I can go see that provided that he doesn't have a career in superhero movies anymore. Right. Totally. Um, we got a trailer for The Equalizer 3, which I did not yes. know was coming, but I'm glad it I is. I didn't either. Yeah. Um, I, I loved Enzo Washington, um, and I loved the first uh, Equalizer. I enjoyed the second Equalizer. And yeah, if this is... Yeah, this looks fine. The trailer looks good. It looks like a Denzel action movie, and I'm looking forward to it. The thing for the thing for the Equalizer for me is it always feels like the action's just about to pop off. Yeah, and it like never really does, you know. Right, <laughs> totally. and that's where I think the thing. That's why I don't like these movies as much. I don't dislike them, but they're not yes. my favorites. They're not like, oh, let's pop in the Equalizer. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, because it feels like yes. it's almost to the level of what I want it to be, but it just goes. I know what you want, and I'm not gonna. Yeah, I think, and and it's especially it's hard to yes, and it's especially <laughs> hard to watch movies like this now post John Wick, um, mm. because we've seen basically the height of what these kinds of movies can be. <laughs> Yes. And we've seen it four times in a row from John Wick now. And, <laughs> and well done four times in yeah, a row. Exactly. So, like, now watching anybody else kind of do this kind of movie is kind of like, you know what I mean? But <laughs> I mean, yeah, she's naked, but who gives a shit? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, but we will, we will see. Um, yeah. Uh, we got news from IGN that Marvel's Agatha Coven of Chaos will feature original musical numbers with Catherine Hahn's titular witch as the lead singer revealed uh, Patti LuPone, who will be playing Lila Calderu in uh, the upcoming MCU series. Um, doesn't necessarily mean, because the headline is it appears to be a musical. doesn't necessarily mean the whole show is going to be a musical, but there Maybe will be musical members. Yeah, I would imagine there's uh, probably an episode. Um, uh, I, I doubt the entire show is going to be a musical, because I think Marvel would announce that. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I think they would have, yeah, in their original press release for this, I think they would have told us it was a musical. Um, yeah, I, I think it's just gonna, yeah, it's gonna feature some musical moments. Maybe there's just one character that's all. That's how they talk is through singing. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. <laughs> They're cursed. Yeah, and I also wouldn't mind even if it was a musical. I wouldn't mind a like because um, I when when you originally sent this to me, I said Hocus Pocus vibes. There's that, but also like I wouldn't mind a version of this because of like the nature because of a um, Catherine Hahn's just comedic ability and stuff like that and in her acting style like i wouldn't be mad if this was kind of like a sweeney todd kind of musical where it's Mm. you know what i mean like i i wouldn't mind that aesthetic for these characters you know what i mean no i Um, think it could work yeah especially if like uh um if the music and stuff is well done if it's not well done then like just don't do it but uh if it's well done i don't mind (laughs) yeah why not yeah why not give it a shot um Craven the Hunter is to be rated R and will feature Rhino as the villain. 
So yeah, I've been hearing about this. Um, apparently, so I watched a video from Emergency Awesome, which is a really great YouTube channel, video essays about movie news and shit. Uh, and he was at, the guy who runs that page was at CinemaCon and saw uh, footage from the movie and said it looks really good. Um, it's going to be, apparently this movie's going to be good. It's going to be very violent. Uh, and Rhino is one of the main villains. Uh, it's going to be a more comic book accurate Rhino, where he's just going to be gigantic. Uh, he's kind of going to, kind of going to be like what they did with um, uh, what's his name in Deadpool two, uh, not Colossus, but the other guy, uh, Juggernaut. Juggernaut, like yeah, that, sorry. that that type of character, like a digital kind of uh, mm. a digital character. Okay. Um, for Rhino, yeah. Apparently, it's violent. Apparently, it's funny. Apparently, it's uh, it's it's, yeah. Apparently, it's good. So I'm looking forward to that. I think uh, I love uh, loves a strong word. I like Aaron Taylor Johnson a lot. Uh, I think he's good wherever he shows up. I think he always brings it. Um, and he's managed to like transcend sort of um being the sort of uh wispy teenager version of himself and has become a sort of like grizzled leading man type. Uh, mm -hmm. And so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I think it's going to be cool. It's going to be real cool. Um, Plus, I'm hoping that it encourages them to make Blade rated R. Yes, and I will say that to. every single time the topic comes up. I don't care. I'm, unash yes. I'm unashamed. I will be as annoying as possible. Mm -hmm. I will be as annoying as possible about it because it needs to be rated R. Mm -hmm. Like, it totally. has to be in order to be successful. I'm like, mm -hmm. come on. So I think maybe that's what they're doing is they're testing the waters with some other properties first before they go full-blown into it. Yes. Um uh, James Gunn confirms he has plans for Static Shock and other Milestone Comics characters in the DCU. Uh, cool. They would be they would be very uh, it would be a mistake to not utilize this character. He is a huge fan. Well, Static base. Shock is great. Yeah, that animated show was so good. Um, I used to watch it religiously. It's such a good character. It's a high school age character, and most of that show takes place in high school, um, which is like a like that show, like the the live action version of the show. And, and, it, and it hasn't said that it's going to be live action at all. But um, if they did a live action version of the show, like the show writes itself, like it's a, it's such a good setup. I mean, it's bas they're basically doing like you know teenage Spider Man, but with with Static Shock, and that show worked really well. And uh, I think you could totally do that show in live action. Um, the kid from Stranger Things, um, uh, Caleb McLaughlin has uh, McLaughlin, excuse me, has expressed interest in playing the character. I think he'd be great at it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, they'd be dumb not to make this show. It's 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 a fantastic it's a fantastic property yeah. uh, that has a it's huge a, fan it's base. It's a super beloved character. Yes, hundred percent, so. and a cool a cool power set. You know what I mean for like yeah. that we haven't seen in DC yet. So I think that'd be no. really cool. Yeah, it'd be super cool. Dude, he flies um, around on that like silver like platter thing. That's yeah, so cool. dude. Yeah. <laughs> what else we that, got? That to me, I imagine for a bunch of kids, like Static Shock for them did for me what Back to the Future was to me when I was a kid mm -hmm. with the hoverboards. You know, hundred percent. We're just like, oh my god, I want one. Yes, hundred um, percent. Yeah, I think that kind of wraps up the the DMs and yeah, the news pretty for this. much. Um, yeah, Stitch creator and original voice actor in Final Talks return for live action. Lilo and Stitch. Okay. Extraction 2 features a 14-minute one-take action scene, which I think we saw a little bit of. Um, yeah, and then Stranger Things creators announced a new series called The Burrows, mm -hmm. uh, a sci-fi drama that takes place in a New Mexico retirement community. Okay. Yep. And then also the, other th the only last thing that we have to cover real quick is that the guy that they cast to play... 
um, David in Lilo and Stitch has been recast after they found a bunch of posts of the original actors' <laughs> uh, posts of saying racial slurs on the internet. Great. <laughs> so remember, kids, they can track everything you've said now. And it's interesting. I'm the, like I'm one of the last. Like we're one of the last generations where we're, like our stupidity of us, like as children, is not going to come back to bite us in the ass. Yes. And you would think. I mean, one would think that there would be somebody at Disney who would like be able to search these things before they hire people. <laughs> they're a giant. They're a giant multi-billion exactly. dollar company. I feel like they could peel off some. Dude, have us do it. Yeah. <laughs> Digging up people's dirt. <laughs> yeah, I'd love that. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, not oh, even that. Man. I know exactly who you should hire. Uh, hire my wife and her friend. Mm-hmm. Like, anytime someone brings up something, like, her friend Sarah's like, oh, I found him. <laughs> <laughs> Couple of internet internet sleuths. Oh, yeah. Some uh, some internet Sherlock Holmes is over here. Yeah. Um, well, that's it. But no, uh, that's it for the news, man. Yeah, that's it. Um, we, uh, so next episode, uh... Uh, so you saw Renfield. Uh, I did see Renfield. I have not seen it yet. I would love to talk about that next episode. Okay, what did you cool. just real quick though? What did you uh, what did you think of it? I thought it was good. Cool. All right. Um, yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. I don't want to taint your uh, cool. your view of it any more than that, and we can certainly discuss it after you've seen it. So yeah, well, we'll talk about that next week. Uh, yeah. Anything else you want to touch on before we get on out of here? Not really. Um. I'm just excited that we're starting now that May is here. We're gonna and Guardians is coming out. That to me marks the fe- the beginning of the summer movie hits, and I'm super excited to see what we have. I mean, me too. See these movies that we've been waiting for. Yes, you know, for uh, we got a while. what's uh, is Guardians opening this week? Yeah, opens on Friday. Cool. Yeah, so we'll uh, I'm gonna try to see that. I think I'll be, I think I'll have time to see it. Um, yeah. Uh, we'll try to figure that out. Uh, maybe we can talk about that next episode as well. Yeah. Um, cool. All right. Well, uh, if there's nothing left, uh, people can find you online. You can find me online. All right. You can find me at Asan the DJ online. You can find episodes of this podcast and more at Weekly Regular. Um, Derek, thanks again so much for joining me, and we will see y'all next week. Mm-hmm.